0: Enjoy the show. Out. Boom. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Byron Rogers here with Bravo Research Group, a private security company based in Orange County, California. And I'm here with Felipe and Eric from T3 Protection. How y'all doing? Yeah, man. I'm glad to have you guys on the show. Uh, you guys are doing something a little bit different. Um, and that was really kind of my inspiration for bringing you on the show. Um,
1: are you hearing that background
0: I am hearing some background Ironically, it sounds like dogs, <laughs> anyways. Um, yeah, man, I wanted to bring you guys on because you're doing some new things, some cool things, and show me some stuff. And, um, I think the industry could really benefit from it. So, no, of course, you know, man, of course, absolutely. Um, With- Let's have that. We've talked
1: before, you know, when we first, when we first got on this subject, the shot show, you know, it's a, the dog game is, is really picking up because people are really seeing the advantage of, of having a canine on the team. So, um, and we'll dive more into that, you know, as we talk today, but, um, it's definitely, uh, it's a game changer, man. You know?
0: Heck yeah. No, I, I think so too, man. Absolutely. We actually do use, um, canines at, uh, one of the faith-based organizations that I work at, uh, ridiculous deterrence value. Um, you know, a guy might not be scared of you. He might not be scared of the dog. But he knows like the dog might get him. <laughs> you know, and uh it really does work really well. And also, you know, we have people walking up all the time that are like, hey uh you know, what's, your, what's your dog do? Is your dog is it a bomb dog? Is it a drug <laughs> dog? And we're like an everything dog, everything everything. <laughs> <laughs> it's a whatever you're doing bad dog. That's what it is. <laughs> it's a
2: don't walk too fast, dog. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh,
0: so no, I'm excited about this, man. So
1: what is your role? Uh,
0: just We'll start with uh, hey, man, who are you? why so I am uh, I am CEO guy.
1: of T3 Protection. Uh, oh. So it's just this dream. Um, unraveled, um, earlier this year, um, you know, I started piecing things together on, you know, what, what we could use as the advantage, you know, that, that one leg up in this saturated industry that we're in. Um, so, uh, for us, it, it became very clear that it was the dogs. Um, me being former army, you know, did eight years, two tours to Afghanistan, you know, um, military police. It was, uh, it's very important to see the, I guess the benefits of having the dog team, not only in a military asset and law enforcement, but also private sector. So that's where we capitalized and and T3 became a thing.
0: That's what's up, man. What does the T3 stand for?
1: (laughs) So, uh, so T3 is, uh, uh, my initial partner, uh, may rest in peace. Um, his last name started with a T and there was three of us. So it was him T and three of us. Okay. Yeah, man. As simple as that, you know, no really complicated meanings, no.
0: Yeah, no no like ancient Greek. No, No. okay. (laughs) Ain't nothing wrong with that, you know? (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. And in fact, while it's flying through my mind, it's actually nowadays I'm finding, just pro tip, I'm finding that it's um, actually better for private security companies and things like that to have names that are a little bit more, uh, ambiguous because a lot of the more PC, uh, kind of stances that larger corporations want to take nowadays, um, they don't want to have a company associated with them that have an aggressive and combative name.
2: (laughs) Right. Right. Armageddon, Armageddon Security, Prometheus, Prometheus Protection.
0: Yeah, man. Like I didn't want to say it because there's someone yeah. out there who no, has a company name. I know it. I'm sure.
2: I, I just I was just guessing just to make a make a funny. But no, I know. I'm sorry, if, I'm sorry if that's an actual
1: company.
2: I'm it's, sure it's, it's
1: a company. It's very common. You know? We could we could scroll down that list on the PPOs yeah. in California as well as the yeah. Florida Department you know licenses. Mm-hmm. I'm sure yeah, we laugh.
0: So that's good. That's a good move. And And um, Eric, man, what's your what's your background? What's your
3: stance?
2: Well, background is uh I was in the army for a number of years. Uh I was in a a special operations community uh from the seventy-fifth Ranger Regiment, my whole time in. Um five tours between different countries. And then uh I was a normal normal dude kicking in and, and doing all that stuff, and then I got slotted to do dogs. So mm-hmm. the rest is history. Um, got in a very, very small niche when everybody who comes out of that community is usually a short a shooter, mm-hmm. right? And I found, okay, well, where am I going to take this in a game of chess, mm-hmm. right? It wasn't checkers at that point. Okay, I can shoot. Let me go shoot. It was more like, okay, how, how, how can I go about it to where... I'm not getting lost as a, as a piece of sand on the beach.
0: Yeah. Getting washed out.
2: So, yep. So then, uh, the dog, the dog world, um, I got out of that after being successful with that. And then I got hired by a very prestigious special operations community to be a trainer for those dogs. Mm -hmm. Um, there's probably less than five of us in the country and then got out private sector, um, And basically took the vision of what I witnessed as a handler and a trainer at some of the highest levels and then started figuring out, okay, well, how can I, how can I take this? Because there's still people that need protection that are in law enforcement. They're not in the military, right? Mm -hmm. There's still other things. Mm -hmm. So how can I bring this, this me niche uh, and provide value to, to these clients?
0: Yep, that is the name of the game, dude. Providing value—that's what's up, man. That's solid. Um, so, and and then also another thing you said there that was awesome, is, and another kind of theme that I think a lot of people are probably starting to realize is a lot of this game, success in this game is being able to differentiate yourself from everyone else and give your own value, you know, like just because someone else is doing something and it looks really good, maybe that's not your move. You know what I mean? You need to find a way to give your value to your demographic and don't be ashamed of what demographic you're a part of. You need to find a way to give value your own. You know, yeah, your own values, your own right. valuable value. So yeah, man, that's good stuff, dude. Um, I dig it. Now, is there like a story behind? I mean, that's kind of your your guys' story behind yep. behind it, really, man. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, it just uh, I did security. You know, that's pretty much. Why I, just, you know, I got out and it started mm-hmm. from the ground up. You know, uniform yeah. security at a residential okay. place. And, Heck yeah, you know, humble beginnings, man. From the very bottom, you know that G4S life.
0: Yeah, um, G4S S- life,
1: work, boy. Yeah. Okay. I with them and you know, I saw you know I saw the the lack of you know people that just get complacent. You know, you got that dude okay. that retired and he just wants to do that for the rest of his life, and that wasn't for me. And I saw that very, very, very clearly.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: so I began to move up the ladder, and then mm-hmm. you know, slowly but surely, I came to where I'm at now. To where instead of working with somebody for somebody, I, I you know I just did it for myself, and and just we do what we do now, and, and mm-hmm. it's uh, it's booming.
0: That's what's up, so bro. Mm-hmm. You went from G4s life to CEO. Man, <laughs> I mean, it looks I started, like you do it. I
1: started with that with that funky uniform. Yeah, music, square know, badge, like, man. Square yeah, man. Square badge life. Hey, Walt, Walt Disney went to uh, sleep
2: in an abandoned building, watching mice run around to Mickey Mouse. Yeah, hey, man. so wow, humble beginnings. That's how. That's where Mickey Mouse came from. There's a little. There's a little. I didn't know right that,
0: there. I yeah. didn't know that. That's for free. He was,
2: ho- he was, he was homeless because everybody said he was he was stupid because he was mm-hmm. ahead of his time. Mm-hmm. And he was homeless in an abandoned building, and he saw these mice running around. That's where Mickey Mouse came from. That's what's up, man. I had no idea. Boom. Yeah, drop, drop some bombs. <laughs> yeah. drop some <laughs> That's what's right up, there. man. So,
0: okay. That's, okay. No, um, but that is also very encouraging for the guys that are out there doing the square badge thing right now. You know yeah, what I man, mean? So like, don't
1: give up. Yeah it's you know don't don't uh don't stop working. You know, you learn more from being quiet, but you also you gotta step up, you gotta know when to say something every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Um and it's just uh it's it's a long road, but you know, it's worth the time. Yeah. No,
2: absolutely. Absolutely. It's kinda kinda similar. Um Mm -hmm. naturally when I come out of the military I have this like uh this this bravado coming from a certain community thinking I'm a cool dude, right? Yep. And so but I got out, and I realized that the skills that I had weren't necessarily marketable and/or transferable Irrelevant. to a direct jump. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I took that niche, and to be honest, what I was doing is I was walking dogs, I was scooping poop, feeding dogs, bathing dogs for free. You were doing like EP work almost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. That would so, be, not people think. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I did that for free for a few months, unpaid. I had no job, yeah. right? But I knew because the person I was doing it for, I wanted to learn something from him. Right. So it came out to be a few months into it, working for free, doing all this stuff every day, in and out without asking for a single thing, mm-hmm. right? He then one day it clicked and he, and he hired me, but I didn't know that he owned the biggest special operations contract training dogs. I didn't know that that was in the back in the background. Mm. And so that's how I got put on.
0: Wow. That's huge, man. That's awesome. That's kind of like, I got like, I was say like, I didn't choose the game. The game chose me. Exactly. You know, like it was kind of the grace of God. He was like, you know, my heavenly father I felt like he was like, go here, do this. This will happen. I was like, all right, cool man. You know, but then a guy's like, scoop me up out of a bar. I was bouncing. (laughs) What was your master plan? How'd you get in? Like now I know ways to get into the industry and survive. Mm -hmm. But really how I got where I got was right place, right time, right relationships, being humble enough. I was like busting tables as a bouncer. I didn't need to do that, you know, and dealing with default respectful with every human being that I came in contact with, came in contact with the right one and changed my life overnight. You know what I mean? So that's awesome, man, that you, that you were able to kind of like, I don't know, by the grace of God, being in the right place with the right time, getting involved in the right relationships, and, and, and then take your life to the next level, really.
2: It's it's, it's one of those, definitely, you kind of hear, like, you know, move, move in a way that, yeah. uh, that not because people are watching, because you actually don't know who's watching. Yeah. That one person who's watching you, mm-hmm. that may be the ticket. Yeah,
0: yep, yep. And that's the truth, man. And that's the game. And that's literally represent, you know, I find guys that are really good at this. They they know how to rep their brand. You know, they know how to be like, 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 even when I'm looking to hire guys, I've said this before, but I would say again, I'm not looking to hire a guy that's going to do a good job because of the company that's hiring them or because of the respect they have for me or the respect they have for a company or the respect they have for the client or the contract. I'm looking to hire a guy who has enough, who's going to do an awesome job because he's got respect for himself. You know what I mean? He's like, yo, I'm here. My last name's here. I'm going to do a good job because this is what I do. My brand. And that plays into that. Never knowing who's watching and, you know, doing it as if you're doing it under the man upstairs kind of thing. So that's, what's up. Um, so on the dogs, we can, I can tell you guys are already on that level. We could sit here and do this. We can kick. Yeah, the- good. Um, but on the dogs, man, what advantages? Uh, I would say, how is a dog different, and is a dog in some ways better than having a human protector? You know, advantages, disadvantages, considerations.
1: I mean, naturally you, you see a dog and you you know, it's not the same as, you know, you just see somebody in uniform, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. I mean, how many times have you seen somebody want to square off with a dog versus when they go out, you know, they Mm want to square off with every dude they see, you know, it it changes the dynamic completely. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, me and Eric were talking about this, just how how the brain processes things differently when it's another species, you know, it's, it's it's just different, you know? Um, just like with anything, when you see another species, you understand the human dynamics, but you don't know the dog's capabilities. That's like the example you gave us with the church stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, What does the dog do? Mm -hmm. When you tell them everything, they're like, oh, you know, it's that that we don't know what it does thing, but we assume it can do everything. Yeah, and it
3: it
0: won't have the same, it probably won't have the same Like control mechanisms. Like I see people look at us all the time. They're like, "Well, you're not going to shoot me." I see you have a gun, but you ain't going to shoot me. But you bring a dog up, it's like, "Whoa, what's the dog going to do?" Like,
2: Like, yeah. I'll give you an example. So while while we were in Vegas, right, we're rolling around with a dog, and we had some guy on the on some questionable guy on the side of the road, right, heckling tourists and stuff like that. So we walk by with one of the dogs. He goes. Does that dog bite? Right? I said, of course. He goes, oh shit. <laughs> right? But in the same way, it, that's his reaction when it comes to this thing that's on four legs, got teeth. It doesn't speak English, right? Mm-hmm. Or it doesn't speak human. But if you had that same response, right? Will that guy punch me? And you say, yeah. His brain processes that information. A lot differently than it does when he's looking at a dog, uh, a, a canine, right. And so there's a there's a natural um, progression of his thought that's more survivability for himself because he knows that when a a dog goes into fighting mode, and especially a dog at high level, right, it's causing other trauma, right? Not only brain, psych. Uh, psychiatric, all of these different things, and he doesn't really know where that's going to go. Now, yeah. people have been decentralized to fights, knockouts, right? People getting shot, people getting stabbed. So they know escalational force. This is probably what I'm gonna get. Yeah. But when it comes to dogs, it's a giant question mark. And that's why. You so get that because at- right. So because it's a question mark and it's it's somewhat quasi unclear because they haven't seen it in their life over and over and over again, mm-hmm. then naturally, right. You fear what you do not know. Right. Right. That's why when you have all the information, you're less likely to fear something. So because they have less involvement with that, that may be giving you the exact buffer that you
1: needed to prevent any type of altercation from ever happening. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: That's
0: what's you know,
1: up. And, and it goes, it, prime example, you know, when when we're walking down the street or and you see somebody that's not that friendly or familiar with dogs, they cross mm-hmm. the street. Mm-hmm. They completely avoid you. You mm-hmm. know, and we get that effect when we pull up to whatever scene we're at. And, you know, if we're securing a client, if we're doing a transport, if we're, you know, at a residence, whatever we may do, as soon as we pull the dog out the truck or the kennel, it's game over. Everybody's like, oh shit, they got dogs.
3: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now, so
1: so that's that's the effect you get. The flip side of the coin
2: is the reason why humans are effective is because humans are effective because they understand and can use and manipulate tools to mm-hmm. their advantage.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right? Yeah. So they can they can use a tool to be good at protection, right? they can drive a up armored car, right? They can, Mm. they can put, you know, headsets on and communicate with out of sight. They can Mm. use handheld weapons or whatever it is. So a human is efficient at protection a lot because it can diversify different skill sets. Um, so you don't get the same effect. It's not a one-to-one trade-off, right? It's just humans are very good because they can use a lot of different tools Animals have more of a psychological aspect um, when it comes to uh, protection, but also they do have capabilities that just do not exist in in the human mechanics, right? Um, nose being terms. one, crazy right? Crazy yeah, return.
0: absolutely. Um, that's awesome. And that's exactly right, man. It's a gigantic question mark with teeth that people are trying to to like digest and synthesize and estimate and understand. And you have to like, you have to build that into your attack strategy before you even get started. I mean, like, like, all right, cool. There's a dude here. I show him a gun. He's probably going to like, he's probably going to submit, you know. I make this move. I do this and that. I know a human response. Exactly. There's no real logical, like linear, like understanding of what this dog's going to do. And I know Correct. I'm going to have to like kill it. Like I will have to kill it. Or it's going to get me and start lacerating me, <laughs> you know? Right. One hundred percent. So yeah, man. And people, a lot of people don't have enough experience with that to have the programming to give them comfort and dealing with it. No. You know, and and I
1: mean, in the place we've seen the dogs most take off is, you know, uh, countries, you know, south of the border that, you know, you can't bribe a dog, you know, so it's, it's effective in, in situations like that. Or what we've come to find here in Miami is families that don't want somebody in their privacy, in their in the privacy of their home all the time, are switching mm-hmm. out different people, personnel, and they just get a dog. And the dog, you know, is a lifespan of what, you know, over 10 years mm-hmm. versus, you know, paying one One dude or three dudes, you know, for a year, two years, three years each each salary, and they know about your life when it's all said and done.
0: Yeah,
2: and then they can become a liability. A lot of liability. Nailed it. I mean, think about it. We just saw the thing, right? El Chapo paid what? How many millions to the president, right? You slap a million bucks in front of a dog, he's gonna look at you retarded.
0: He's even gonna pay attention. It no. does not like anything.
2: <laughs> you know? No, there's just there's just no there's no it's it's not a uh, it doesn't translate.
0: Now, right? With that having been said,
2: the obvious question is: What if
0: we find something that's motivating to the dog? You know what I'm saying, like, what if I do roll up with some like fried chicken? That's that's the that's me. But, like, if <laughs> why is it gonna
2: be fried chicken? <laughs> yeah, I know, right.
0: Because I'm doing this hey. intermittent fasting thing. I have to yet today.
2: I'm oh starting man, to
0: fantasize, but. Yeah. Uh, you know, if we roll up with like a steak or like some doggy treats, and well, I throw the doggy treat because, you know, what I'm saying, yeah. like in the movie, yeah, yeah. you do train dogs
1: for food refusal. You know, okay. it's, it's key to the handle or one or two essential people, and that's all he receives food from. Really? Yep.
2: You can you can train a dog to only receive food from a certain side of the hand. Yeah. So that dog could be that dog can be trained to only receive. Certain items and certain things, let's say if I train the dog, it only will receive stuff from the left hand. Well, the majority of people in the world, they naturally have to be right. They're naturally right-handed, right? But yeah. unless you know these little things, right, how many times you're going to try a few times with the right hand, you'd be like, man, this dog, he's just not buying it. Now, we're not putting secret sauce stuff out there, but it is psychology. You can mold and you can you can shape their behavior to what is what is beneficial to them. Mm-hmm. And what is not beneficial to them. So we use that application to also to prevent liability. To
0: yeah. <laughs> I know, right? You know <laughs> so,
3: like
2: food refusal? Yeah. Yeah. I it's hard right? for
0: me, trust me. I, I know, know. right? Uh, but so then, what about, so then with this training, uh, just flowing with this line of thought, food refusal sounds like something that would have a high attrition rate with regards to like maintenance in the dog. Like, do you guys come out and maintenance this training? Uh, do the dogs literally learn something and like once it's in their brain box after a certain age, they just, that's how they are wired. Um, how do you guys deal with that stuff? You know, like do you guys send the handlers out to keep continue on with the training or the dogs pretty much these characteristics and if the owners are responsible it like,
1: well, I mean, just like anything, you know, you, you tell a client, Hey, don't do this. You know, and most of the time they'll forget occasionally, but you yeah. know, it's, it's for us, we, we have a program with the specific client depending on, you know, how often they travel or what, what it may be. We either come out to them, we train the dog on things, or while they're traveling, hmm. we take the dog in for the boarding train and we retrain it on things that they want to touch up on or hmm. you know, teach it a new thing or anything like that and, and just refresh on things that they want to see more often or that we know is not happening much with the dog.
3: Yeah.
0: Okay, so that kind of keeps the dogs disciplined and yep. keeps the dogs kind of just up on their we're, training. we always up on their training.
1: Away from the client because they know they can always reach us. You know, if they have any questions about our dogs.
0: Awesome. Now that's good stuff, man. I can totally dig that. Yeah. With regards to canines, pros and cons, you want to start with the cons? <laughs>
1: yeah, we can. Sure. You know, I always uh, like
0: to get the cons I out of the way.
1: The main one is, you know, you need, you need a dedicated handler. You know, it can't okay. just be, all right, here you go. You run the dog today, you know, and they have no training. It needs to be somebody that understands all the human aspects of what they're doing. So as far as EP, you need somebody that's a professional in EP that can run everything as a human, all the human tasks. Okay. And then you throw that hand, that dog into the mix and it just accentuates what they do now. Yeah. Um, So It's like another tool in the strategy. somebody that's decent. I mean, more than decent on what the human tasks are and they're well enough to understand the responsibility of having a dog in addition. So
0: So is a dog, is a dog like... A piece of a security strategy or is it like like could I if I was looking at my daughter like could I be like I'll put her with a dog, I'll just have a dog with her. Or uh is a dog alone good enough to protect someone? Yes. Okay. Okay.
1: The dog is on the dog, remember the dog's on autopilot. You know how many how many times have you come over to somebody's house and before you even walk up to the door, the Mm -hmm. dog already knows you're there.
0: Yeah. No, you come home absolutely.
1: late at night, and the dog's asleep, but it wakes up when you're when you get home.
0: Right? I always like
1: that. So it's it's not going to be that. Oh, okay. You know, a person needs this much rest or anything like that. So that's I guess that's that's, no, that's, that's actually that's
2: actually a good topic. That's a yeah. good point that, that he brings up in regards to can a can a dog be um, a standalone? Can it be the, Can it be a standalone protection? Yes. In the sense of naturally, there's only so far something can go, right? So a dog is not going to escalate and neutralize a threat, mm-hmm. right? So that is a capability that it's not necessarily going to do, right? It's not going to go and, and rip somebody's throat out, right? And it, it so in the sense of if your daughter's getting shot at,
0: yeah,
2: right? So there's some limitations there, yeah. However what the dog does provide is it allows you to flex Mm -hmm. meaning not in the sense of like boasting or bragging flex. But what I mean is it gives you a buffer to position the dog in some type of lull, like in I'll give you an example. Okay. Say, say you're with a principal, right? He's hired, he's hired one or two dudes. Yeah. Okay. What happens when the family splits? Who's going where? Mm Hmm yeah yeah so now you can you can send your no 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 I'm not saying like divorce splits what I'm saying is is mom and daughter want to go to the mall Yeah. husband wants to go to New York for a meeting right okay but hey you have one or two dudes right so Mm -hmm. now you can take one asset here but now you take a dude and a dog or just the dog is left with the family Mm -hmm. that's better than zero right 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 so it allows you to flex now can the can i take the kid and go and and let it go to the park by itself as a reasonable parent and it's a reasonable age yes Hmm. can my daughter go to the mall by herself with the dog yes Hmm. right
0: so i think so like kind of relative to like Relative to the threat, essentially, like if you're like relative to the watch, if you're watching out for dudes in vans with AKs, you need to have some humans watching your back.
3: Correct. If Correct.
0: you're like my daughter, my wife has some expensive jewelry on; she gets harassed. We don't like it. You know, I don't want her to get kidnapped by like just some street dogs or something. The dogs good, unless you're like yeah, exactly, sophisticated outfit. Um, who's you know who's who's really serious or something like that. Um. that's what's up. Yeah. Another,
1: another big con too is, you know, Mm. is the lifespan of the dog, you know, has a shorter lifespan than you know, us as professionals, we can go work 20, 30 years, you know, where it's a dog, you know.
0: What's the working lifespan on a 12 to 15?
1: So you're looking at at that span for it. So. Okay. um, Yeah. 12 to 15.
0: Around what age do we get these dogs? Do we get puppy T three dogs? Like do we? <laughs> no, no puppies. No, no, no. You better just love it. What age it is?
1: That's what's up. So you, usually two three years. You know, you, we have to make sure that they reach mental maturity. You know, just like right, uh-huh. just like we did. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> you know, versus from that transition to you know E three E four E five kind of thing. You know, you're really almost their E45 level. Like yeah. Maturity level. Of okay. No, reminded, that makes sense. You know? Do we, yeah, do so. we get baby Byron's? Do we get baby yeah. Byron's when we hire the company?
2: Is yeah. that what happens? You do we get baby Byrons?
0: Byron's, man. <laughs> Eat you out of house and home, bro. Right. Um. No, that makes sense. That is, that's point well taken. Uh. So are there specific types of like teams and application of security? Like um, that dogs are most well outfitted for? You know, is it primarily an EP role or like square or site security? Or what would you well, guys say? With
1: remember, roast? you know, dogs are can be used with other things outside of just empty, you know, so they okay. have detection capabilities. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we do have that as well as, you know, the, the protection aspect of things and, and for building sweeps, you know what I mean? Like yeah. a venue. Like, yeah, I know mean, you do a lot of concert stuff and the. And, uh, the religious stuff that you do as well for protection. Um, Is it easier to have a team of six or do you need a dog team?
0: There's just some things you need, you need a dog for, like there's a certain
1: need that.
2: I I think a study just came out where the, the military spent um, over the past 10 years, it was like, like a few billion dollars Hmm. on different tools and different equipment. And at the end of it, after a decade of testing, They came out that there is no better tool and or sensor than a dog. No, I remember
0: that. I remember hearing the same thing, bro. That was like a year or two ago. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That nose is just hard to get around. So really, I mean, they just—they do have multiple applications, like with regards to anything building related, with regards to anything searching related. Uh, Vehicle vehicle stuff with regards to you know the protection side of things as well uh now that's what's up man um let's see how do you well do now how do you uh deal with you know you you mentioned something like how do you deal with finding the right owner for the right dog because like something i worry about and something i heard some other people talk about is like yeah like what if you get like a little girl who can't control the dog or they don't have the same kind of temperament, you know, how do you deal with all that stuff?
1: Well, I mean, it's not so much that can't control the dog. It's more okay. so I mean, we make sure that we steer everybody in the right direction to where the dad and the little girl know exactly how to handle the dog. Now mind you, a okay. little girl's not going to take in the information as much as the adult will. Yeah. Um, but we, we like to pair our dogs that are, you know, they're, they're soft level, Mm-hmm. Um, but they also have extreme sociability, as you saw our okay. dog, my yeah. dog Zeus, when yeah. you saw him out at that, at that place where chilling. we were at, yeah. music was going, people were drinking, mm-hmm. you know, he was just chilling, no like yeah. no aggressive trade at all. But when you flip that switch, you don't even need you know mm-hmm. that much strength to hold the leash or say the command. Mm-hmm. So it's placement is everything, of course. You know, lifestyle fault is everything we do for with our clients, you know, we're not going to give. A huge dog to somebody that lives in a condo, drives a little sports car, tiny mm-hmm. female. You know, I mean, of course, if that's what she wants, that's what she wants for her lifestyle. But we would yeah. recommend that you know, would be easier for her to manage with her lifestyle. Yeah, right. And that's that's
2: that's one hundred percent. You have some people who um, they want to be able to do X, Y, and Z custom list, right? Think mm-hmm. about if somebody's going to order a custom car or a house, right? They have their must haves, and then they have their absolutely not. Budging points. Yeah. So the same thing is with the dog. You have a client that all he has is two seater cars. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So his request is, I want this size, this temperament. These are the things I'm doing. This is my day-to-day lifestyle. I also need the ability of this, 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 and this, mm-hmm. right? So what we do is we take dogs that are already in our pipeline, mm-hmm. right? And then we see, okay, it's like a, it's like a quarterback. When the NFL goes, okay, Mm -hmm. which quarterback is going to fit our system closest? Mm -hmm. Now we're going to figure what are the attributes that match uh, what exactly what we're going to need and what we want to do. And then now, you know, size, height, requirement, blonde hair, brown hair, whatever it is, you start getting super custom. So then when we provide this custom dog, that's tailored, That's where the importance of matchmaking happens, not for the dog's Mm -hmm. sake, but because that dog is filling a role in that person or client's life
3: Mm
2: -hmm. that is beneficial and is complementary and not a liability. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: Right. So when it goes, you know, they have to have the right temperament uh, according to the client. You may have a person who doesn't care about dogs, but absolutely knows the beneficial. He's probably not going to, he doesn't need a teddy bear. Yeah. Right. Maybe he just needs to stick this car inside of his, his uh, rare car collection building. Yeah. And he hangs out with it when he's at the office, make sure it's good, but that's it. That's, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, Or maybe you have one who this thing needs to be an absolute Thunder Fame. buddy Teddy, teddy bear
0: yeah
2: right so
0: like kids the, be able to hit it with toys and stuff yeah
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. you oh, need to put a here. saddle saddle on it right and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so that that's when it comes to selecting like when you go to a car dealership if you're looking for a car and I bring you a jeep you're gonna be like come on man like are you not listening yeah. to what I need yeah so same thing is imperative mm-hmm. not only do we give the client what they need, but then we also have to educate them, right? Mm-hmm. So that way that the mesh is good. Um, and a lot of times the mesh are have hiccups. Mm-hmm. If, that, if the person uh, or the client is uh, not necessarily uh, wanting to take the information, we give them.
3: Yeah. Right?
2: And I'll, gi- I'll, give you, I'll give you an example. Awesome. You have a client who wants everything. Right. Right? But then you're like, okay, this is how you drive the car. Essentially. We're speaking in dog language, right? Right. This is how you efficiently drive it so that you have good gas mileage. Mm -hmm. But then that person's like, well, I've got a lead foot. I'm going to drive it how I want to. It's mine. Right. So, so then it's kind of like, well, you have some type of clashing, right? With the client and what they're asking for. Yeah. It's happened before. I've had it happen. Mm -hmm. I train a dog. Give a dog, boom. A through Z, one through one through one hundred, about a thousand. Exactly what that guy's looking for. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, sir, you need to do this, this, and this. We spent some transition time. Great. Then the you know the client, well, I appreciate everything you did for me, but I'm gonna do it this way. So so it kind of goes in a different direction. Now now that's yeah. all client relation. everybody's got them, right? Yeah. And so the it's not that the mesh. Or the, the dog is placed, uh, you know, incorrectly. Mm-hmm. Sometimes there is human error that just needs mm-hmm. to be educated. So so yeah. placing the right dog is our part, mm-hmm. right? And so we're, we're taking, right? If we're an NFL team, yeah, then we need to go, what's the draft pick, mm-hmm. right? We need to study. We need to do our homework. We need to figure out what's happened. What is the draft pick that we're going to spend our number one draft pick on, essentially, and place this dog with that clientele. So that's how in depth it goes
1: into. It. It's not just, hey, this is what we got. We haven't found, we haven't found one client that's the same. I mean, yeah, they, they yeah, seem no. like they live similar lifestyles, but it's the necessities are completely different.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Right. So, yeah. so
1: we we don't square
2: square into a round peg. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we have to find uh, and choose and train exactly what they're looking for, and that's the reason why they They come to us. That's the reason why we stay running. That's you Mm -hmm. know what I mean. That's how the business
1: goes.
0: Yeah. How long does it take from the time that the client chooses a dog for it to come through the pipeline and be in their living room?
1: Depends on how many bells and whistles they want. Depends on what they want the dog to do. You know, there's different levels: level one, two, three. And it's there's several different things that fall into it. You know, you may have one client that just wants level one you know, the dog to do a like level three, just one trait, you know, so it's...
0: Like roundabout, what do are these levels consist of? Like essentially, <laughs> I mean, like, can you break some of it down for us? I know I want. I, I ain't looking for secret sauce, but like essentially, <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, of course, of course we can do that. So, I mean, it's, it's, the level one is, you know, is your most basic one that, you know, most of the time comes to the person that, you know, doesn't have doesn't have a family, you know, just wants mm-hmm. a dog that does protection capabilities, but it's, yeah. you know, of course it's gonna be social, but it's not gonna be as social as, you know, our, our family protection ones that are, you know, more so level three stuff. <clears throat> um, yeah. But oh sure. so so a little breakdown, right? Just a, a
2: synopsis is your level one is that that dog will fire up, he'll key up, he'll mm-hmm. look big and bad, bad yeah. right? But he has not been through the necessary custom scenarios Mm -hmm. that a level two and a three have gone. (laughs) Okay. Right. So it's, it's equivalent to saying, okay, a level one, that's probably going to be like your, let's just say your, uh, backup quarterback. Okay. Right. Yeah. So he's got, he's got all the sauce, Mm -hmm. but has he gone through playoffs? Has he gone, you know, has he, how many clutch games has he won? Right. So just naturally because of, the scenario is not being put in there because they're not needed. Yeah. Then he's at a base level,
1: Mm -hmm. but some people may just want that. Right. I just sent you, I just sent you our PDF version of it so that you can take a look
0: at it later on. Okay, cool, cool, cool. That's
1: what's up. Yeah. Maybe I'll
0: throw a link on that. uh, (laughs) When I publish it too, so people can check it out.
2: There you go. Um, And then you got level two and level three and level three. Naturally, that's where you, you can get really custom and, that dog is for real. It's gone through. It's gone through real scenarios. Like it will, it, fight. It it will fight. fight. It will fight. It will fight. And so, but They're not all bark. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. that same dog. Mm-hmm. That that same dog
1: will fight with a five year old on the leash. You know what I mean? We actually have a video of that too on our, our uh, on our Instagram feed mm-hmm. um, of a five year old girl handling my dog Zeus. Mm-hmm. And sending him in a training scenario on a bite to Eric mm-hmm. on a bite sleeve. And she didn't have to pull on the dog or anything like that. The dog knew when to be in between the person that was the threat and the, and the, and the child. Yes. Without even, you know, without a question. Mm-hmm. He automatically knew who the focus was, you know, what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he just eat on and off switch. She pets yeah. the dog after he does a bite. Good <laughs> job. He yeah. chills, looks at her, and then goes back on to look at the guy. Okay, you know, it's it's uh, it's beautiful to see that switch because most of the dogs that we've seen, mm-hmm. um, military, law enforcement, you see the dogs that just have that one switch. right yeah. like, when they send the dogs, you <clears throat> don't move. You know, yeah, don't move is usually what they you know, will bite you.
0: Because I have cop friends, man, and they'd be complaining about working with dogs because they get bit like in the team. They get bit.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's a different that's happened. completely, you know, 100 percent. And so that's a completely different uh, type of dog. Like that's not a dog that we select. So okay. kind of what we were touching on earlier is or maybe we're looting into it is that we take what I've seen. Mm -hmm. And what I deem and help select and train a dog that is capable of special operations work, right? Mm -hmm. And all the facets that come into that. Yeah. And then now we find ones that are social, right? So they're at that high level, but then we need to find a social without losing that capability. So Mm -hmm. now we're taking from a pool like this and we're shrinking it down, right? Okay. Um, and so those are the types of dogs that we are selecting, training and, and using uh, for our clientele, because when people naturally think of dogs, they think of two things. Mm-hmm. They think police or they think military. Naturally. Like, or the like dog when that co- me home. Uh, <laughs> or the dog that takes me home. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. what I mean, What I mean is in regards to, like, work, protection to work, work yeah. right? A working dog. You think military, you think a police.
0: Yeah, true story.
2: No one right now is really putting EP work in that same category.
0: Yeah.
2: Right? So that's where we're coming in and, and filling the gap and educating what we've seen through OCONUS, mm-hmm. through CONUS, through military, through police, all of that. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely 100% uh, that these dogs can be applied uh, in this community and in this line of work. In this way.
0: That's what's up, man. And I I think really the, consider, the, like the sticking points, if you will, like the friction around it comes from, you know, I got VIPs. You know what I'm saying? I got billionaires. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And they do anything, including spend hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to protect their families, you know? Yep. And I think there's a certain degree of, unless you're a dog guy of like worry because the dog still represents a question mark in so, everyone's minds, uh, so associated with putting that dog around your kids. If you're the billionaire or bringing them on your detail, if you're the DL, so like, how do you guys approach that? You know what I mean? Like so, that's, sure. that's, I think that's the barrier you have to overcome. So yeah, and, I, and I'm
1: glad you brought that up. So we make sure that all of our clients get educated on, on, as well as comfort, you know, the yeah. TTPs and they fully understand every capability that dog has that's mm. with them on the team or that's mm. sold to them or that's temporarily assigned to them or around them so We make sure everybody understands what the dog's capable of, the comfort levels, you know, what to do if this worst case scenario what Mm -hmm. not to do in this worst case scenario. So we make sure that everybody understands very clearly what to do. Mm -hmm. Also on top of that, the reason why clientele up to this point
2: in 2018 Mm -hmm. have a preconceived hesitation. Sometimes we have to get past is due to lack of education, right? The question mark comes from literally, lack of information.
0: It's literally like guns. It's literally like 100%. talking to someone who doesn't know about guns, about guns, and they're like, but it's a gun, though. And you're like, "Right,
2: they can't. So, right. <laughs> unless you... So, 100%, you. like, that's a, that's a great that's what it uh, like. analogy. That's a great analogy. So, the reason why is because their education up until this point, point. Mm-hmm. has come from, right... Cops, Hollywood, yeah. <laughs> Hollywood yep. and military, mm-hmm. right? Because they have not seen, uh, they have not seen the types of dogs companies like us provide that that can have that on and off switch and reliability and socialness without lacking on the protective or the detective um, aspect. Because whenever you have a client, normally. Right. And we this this was like the first topic, even the first question, is their brain naturally is like standoffish. Whoa, different species, different creature, doesn't speak human, doesn't walk on two legs, it's, right? Yeah. So, so the brain receives the information differently.
0: Yeah.
2: Right. So with everything that they've seen, right? It's what's been fed to them is dogs that are not social. So many do not pet do not pet patches, right? All these people that don't allow them to handle working dogs and don't allow all of this different stuff. So naturally, the connotation is caution
1: tape.
0: Like they're literally firing in their brain pictures of vicious dogs. Yep. Like they're wa- they're imagining that dog attack them. Yep. Yeah, I mean, like it's like it's like it's it's it's, it's actually. It's, it's, I hate saying this and I think it's hilarious at the same time. It's a form of prejudice. And that's a, like, that's a great, But we have to, you know, we got to profile, we got to survive. Yeah. You know I mean, right. If it's not one of your dogs, it might be an issue. You know what I mean? Right. right. It really is, you know.
2: And, and I, and I saw this, this little slip on the, uh, this little snippet on uh, social media mm-hmm. and it was uh, a guy named Tyler, the creator, mm-hmm. right? Yep. A lot of people know who he is. And what he brought up was a conversation or like, and, and this kind of goes into the prejudice form. They're like, well, are people racist or is that all they've ever seen? And what people have told them it's and an what they've watched on Hollywood.
0: Yeah. It's their experiential so,
2: information. Their yeah. Experience. So have, have they actually dealt with it or are they just being force fed with a hose that all of this misinformation Right. in the same way? When it comes to working dogs and protection dogs, the information that allows them to form a prejudice or a bias on that decision is what they've seen, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been watching too much cops. Yeah, <laughs> they've American been watching Hollywood. Right that's now, John Wick is coming one. out, right? Yeah, so, yeah, all of this yeah, information, yeah. it's not because they have firsthand knowledge, firsthand instruction, right? Mm-hmm. It's because of what's going on in their brain is all these, all these Snapchat stories and all this stuff of, of dogs not letting go, right? All these police brutalities of yeah. uncontrollable police dogs. So there has to be an education. But what's beautiful is when we bring a dog in front of them in person, Yeah. most of that goes out the window.
1: Off the bat. Yeah. Off the bat. You know, like because certain, they few, they man, now have a working a, dog that acts like mine. Hmm.
0: No, I haven't. I mean, I, like, yeah, nah, man. Like, he was chill. He was chill.
2: Right. So when when you bring it to the table, their information of perceived information and how they think it is goes out the window because the information that they're receiving in real time hmm. it doesn't match. It's, but somebody has more weight on what they've experienced and they've touched and they've learned from hands-on, that decision and that information with what you do, right, with your hands in person, real time, your own eyewitness, that will throw out preconceived information. Yeah, Yeah, it'll trump it.
0: Yeah. And that, my friends, is exactly how you should deal with prejudice. <laughs> like, for me, like, I've always said it. I've always said it. I'm like, I run into somebody who's prejudiced, like, everyone gets all, like, angry and, like, they act exactly how the person wow. expected to act. And I'm like, no, dude, nah, man. You just fit in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Find a way to give them a positive experience which yeah. they have a, a negative uh, reaction to. And yep. that a positive experience will contribute to or supersede the ideas that they have. Exactly. And the fear of the unknown. You know what I mean? Or maybe they did get, like, jumped when they were, like, when they were little on the way back home from school every day by black dudes. Still give them a positive experience, though. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. And, you know, they'll have less of a reason. They'll be like, well, maybe not all black dudes. You know what I mean? Like, anyways, we're talking about dogs. But <laughs> yeah. it's the exact same
2: thing. <laughs> yeah, well, what we're talking about is, is why it works is because dogs is psychologically, it's uh, driven, mm. right? So when it comes to training and how dogs think, mm. right, and, and all of that, it's all psychology. So the reason why it's a linear conversation is because, how people perceive information is still psychology. It's still the same. Yeah, exactly. It's still the same way. It's psychology, yeah. whether it's dealing with, with humans, whether it's dealing with a, a, a gun, if they, and they've never touched a gun, but all they watch is Rambo, right. Yeah. Or, or dogs, it's You're human worried. psychology, right? Yeah. Now,
0: have you guys so. had, I'm now, I mean, have you guys had any negative experiences with, you know, Owners not being able to properly use their dogs or like anything around, like the dog having an attitude problem and just not listening. Um, you know, I mean,
1: we, we we kind of have like the perfect story of both negative and positive of that example, yeah, and yeah, very positive outcome. Um, okay, one of our clients from Chicago,
0: okay, um, how'd it go down?
1: So, <laughs> I'm sure Eric will take over at this point, but initially, what, what happened is a politician came to us from a neighborhood in Chicago, and mm-hmm. she obviously yep. lived in the end the that you know guns are very strict there and you know she didn't want to be an advocate of that so she got a protection done
3: yeah
1: uh, nice and you know as we said before you know we give them everything we tell them all right this is what you asked for this is what you need this is how you <laughs> drive it this is how you do it yeah perfect example eric okay. <laughs> right what, so what so okay so
2: we had this um we had this client in chicago and uh single parent and got this dog, right. I hand delivered the dog in Chicago. You. And so, yep. Yep. And that's what we do. We hand deliver the dogs. That's what's up. So, These guys will be uh, there. These two yep. guys will be there. Yep. <laughs> that's we so. hand deliver the dogs. And so you will never get your dog from an airport like, and pick it up in a crate.
1: No, we don't. We no. just send it off. No. Here you go. You're done. No, we, we make sure that we cover, nope. like I said, everything. Educated yeah. on the TTPs. You know, they fully understand right. the safety. So, but
2: whatever. So, so he delivers
1: it, and I'll let them take it. Right. Sorry, <laughs> <we, laughs> deliver this dog. Right, spend a few
2: days transitioning with the dog, children, whole nine. Week goes by. Two weeks goes by. Right, I'm thinking everything's good. I check up on the client. Right. Uh, the, the dog destroyed one of my one of my pillows. Right, my four hundred thousand dollars dollar pillow. Yeah, <laughs> four thousand dollars throw pillow. Baby right? Mink had a pillow uh, yeah. eyebrow pillow. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I'm thinking like, all right, you know, okay. So what what's what's going on? Like, what is yeah. the what's been leading up to this? Because that just doesn't normally happen, Your right? And so. Right so, yeah. So I got to find if that's, if that's the end state, yeah. something had a prelude to it. Right. Yeah. And so then come to find out is that the, uh, the client hasn't been home and just the nanny has been uh, taking care of this dog. And, but the nanny, is from Africa and she don't care about the dog whatsoever. <laughs> like she's okay. legit from, from Africa. And, and like, so she, she just don't deal with dogs. Yeah. Like she just doesn't do it. Yeah. now nah, she's just like, I'll feed it. Like, you know what I mean? And that's, so, it.
0: that's all you get to yeah. do.
2: So <laughs> never the dog. It's never yeah. the dog.
3: It, ever. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, so come to find out the client started complaining a little bit, right? Yeah. She got this new furniture, missing a pillow now, X, Y, and Z. Uh So here's what's amazing is, uh, okay, I give them, they need to do this, this, this. All right. Maybe we adjust fire if this is kind of going to be the normal. Yeah. So yeah, just adjust fire a little bit. And um, now that I can see really like how the dynamic of the lifestyle is going. So a few days later, right, another pillow gone. So I'm hearing it dog's
0: assassinations going on.
2: So so I'm hearing it. Yeah. So, so client, the client is, I'm getting an earful, right? Mm -hmm. Which is fine. But at the same time, I cannot, I cannot control. Like it's, it's not a robot. So I Mm -hmm. cannot control. So I was like, okay, I'll have a solution. I'm a fly to Chicago. I'll be there in person. We'll go there. Right. Mm -hmm. One day.
0: uh, What is that? What's that called? Where you have a, uh, an inner, Oh man, you know when someone's addicted to drugs,
2: intervention. Intervention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah a pillow a pillow intervention, right? Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so like like SpongeBob, right? Yeah. 24 hours later, right? The little <laughs> meme you see, right? Yeah. So I get a text. Eric, blah, 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 blah. dog just bit somebody, right? And so I'm like, e break. I hit the e break. Oh yeah. man, okay. Let me get information, right? X, Y, and Z. She's like, I'm not home, but this is what I'm finding out. And so I'm trying to get, I'm trying to pimp info, pimp info, yeah. right? And, and, and see if I can like what mitigate like- yeah, what's happening. And so I'm trying to get intel. Then she's like, dog, dog bit a person in the yard. And so I'm thinking like, oh man, Maybe like what funny. happened? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like come to find out. out, come to find out Here's how the scenario played out. Everything was good, by the way. I'll, I'll give you. I won't leave you in a cliffhanger. Really? Everything was everything was great, actually. So here's what happened. Nanny picks up the five year old kid, mm. comes home. Boom. Right. Nanny goes inside, leaves the dog outside to supervise the kid while he's playing with his toys in the front yard.
0: Dog on kid. Na-
2: Nanny didn't shut the gate all the way. Okay. okay. So I'm thinking, man, this dog ran out, chased somebody, something like that. And got loose in the street. Yep. That's what I'm thinking, right? Yeah. That's not what happened. An adult male came off the street, entered the property, and was going after the child. He went to essentially go pick up the child and kidnap the kid. And the dog came from the side of the house, saw it with no instructions, nuked the guy. Yep held him there until the police showed up and the dude, so the nanny was, the nanny was oblivious to all of this, but that, that guy could have easily kidnapped that child. And that guy had like
1: pedophilia charges and stuff like that. It was, it was was nuts, man. So the
2: nanny didn't give the the dog a command, but the dog could understand the situation. And so he bit engaged and held the perp there until the cops came. When the cops came, then the dog let go and overwatched the guy while they, they detained him. They threw him in the cop car, and then the cops just started playing with the dog.
0: This is like a grand slam is what this is. Bro.
1: 100%, was, <laughs> right? Me and Eric were like. So so she messaged
2: me, right? Once I got all like the information.
0: A, I mean, this is like a, this is,
2: oh, this is. This yeah. Is. So she messages me, right? Completely validated my purchase. Thankfully, I have my son back.
0: Jeez, man! Yeah, good lord! Have because
2: we all know that the that that the percentage is obviously not in the favor once a kid goes missing. No, right? Absolutely not. So, and and, moral of the story:
0: this housekeeper lady.
2: (laughs) Tell tell me about it. (laughs) This housekeeper (laughs) lady. What Dogs never to... wrong, yeah. right? Yeah. Dogs never wrong.
0: Man, yo, maybe you guys can help me understand why my dog was like digging in the carpet next to my desk the other day, bro. <laughs> no problem. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's right. if, what he was saying was, if you don't come home with some good steak, and put it right I'm here, a, I'm gonna burn a I'm gonna bury you right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll burn this house to the ground. <laughs> he uh, said, "I'm making your. I'm giving. I'm making your bed right here.
0: Yeah, You're right? Take a Dirt nap." Yeah, man. So, baby's chilling in the backyard, housekeeper's leaving, side doors open, dude rolls in, dog identifies the situation, has the IQ, social intelligence to look at the situation, and then decide to flip off safe and engage dude, which is the gamble, you know, as a protector, as a human, like... I'm going to now engage this person with possibly lethal yeah. force. This mm-hmm. sophisticated process and a, and a heavy weighted decision. Not that the dog knows all the implications, but mm-hmm. it's got some training. It's something in there. Um, yeah, it's it's that interesting, man. Yeah. yeah, that's, I that tell you,
1: you know, like the dog can be sleeping. Like we've all been like, even me, yeah. you know, you walk up to your house, your dog knows you're walking up to the door.
0: The no, the, the, dog's, the dog, the dog knows.
1: And I, I even
0: remember hearing a study that was talking about how when owners are at work and they're getting ready to drive home and they have cams on their dogs and I forget what the sample size was and all the stuff around it, but it was about how like you're connected to your dog or something. that was just in one of these books I was reading. It was like your dog knows when you're on your way home and will actually get up from wherever he is or whatever he's doing. And like, well, some dogs will like wait for you to come home. Yeah. Um, I don't know how, True sure it is, but I remember reading that and being like, probably. I feel like my well, dog has telepathy. Truth be told, Doug, if I start thinking about the dog part or taking it on a walk, scared to be like, say it,
2: say it, right,
0: <laughs> say it. You
2: know, well, a lot of a lot of that in that case study is probably most likely based off a of pattern of life.
0: Yeah, that's true.
2: You know what I mean? It, yeah. It's more based off a of pattern of life and constant sequences. Yeah, to where the dog can basically alarm clock in the dog's brain mm-hmm. um due to due to constance. So yeah. but yeah so the, the dog decided because it's it's seen scenarios right and and everything like that and um you know it made a it made a decision that man I've seen this before. Yeah. So it it didn't need a command. Obviously it made the right choice. Mm-hmm. And then the Chicago the cops were amazed that the dog can they roll up. The dog is engaged on this guy. Didn't couldn't let him leave the the yard. And they then, roll up, they arrest him. Yeah, he lets go, and then they just start playing with the dog. He's like, he's like the the on the switch. squad squad pet.
0: Wow. Now, are you guys? Do you guys build? How do you deal with like making sure that that weapon's finely tuned? You know, what I mean, like, have you had a dog like trigger on the wrong person, or is that something you're worried about? You know, is that something that You know, because I know that's going to be what most people are going to be worried about. Like, well, the dog misidentifies the situation. um, Yeah, it's kind of how you approach that. That's a that's a good point. That's the main question I'm going to get when I'm like, "Hey, I think this is a good idea." My clients can be like, and then that's what they're going to ask me.
1: (laughs) And we don't mind. We don't mind showing them why.
2: Right here. Right, we can show. Right, we can show. But here, here's a question. Now. Yeah, when somebody it? hires an EP uh-huh. specialist, yeah, then they're more apt to hire EP specialists without assuming that that EP specialist is going to have some type of liability with the ND and AD or shoot the wrong person yeah. than they are with a dog accidentally biting a non-lethal bite. Why is that? Well, because they
0: they believe in the human's problem-solving ability and um, kind of the historical evidence that they have, the training that they have, and they're at the level that they're at for a good reason.
2: Right. Then the lack of information is because they are uneducated on the level of proficiency Mm -hmm. and what is needed for the dog to perform in that function. If we look at Byron or someone like that, Mm -hmm. then... Clientele can see through resume, through proof of work and X, Y, and vetting, Z that yeah, through vetting. The reason why they have that question is because a giant question mark and they don't know what's what's been put into this dog.
0: Yeah. So basically <laughs> they have seen they've seen a lot of dogs that really lower the level of trust in the species rather than exemplify the level it's of the prejudice species. this is prejudice it's freaking, yeah dude like, pre- prejudice i didn't want to say it again i didn't hey. want to say i was like <laughs> But really, <laughs> how, I, how do I, you know, must make this No, it, it is. They're, they've it been is. dealing with, they've been seeing, experiencing, no, Fluffy, no, stop. Right. Please come back, Fluffy. Fluffy's running around, tearing stuff right. off. You know, yeah. like, geez,
2: and but, that, but that's the, the problem. Business, little, you know? That's the problem in the industry. Yeah. There's been such a gap. Uh-huh. So because there's a gap, there's also a lack of information. Right, That's where we come in. Mm -hmm. Fill that gap. Provide over uh, education and value. That way that question mark goes away and it becomes an exclamation point of damn.
0: I can trust this thing. Exactly.
1: My gun's not going to go off on my counter right now. 100%. What I did is I sent you some videos too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, We have a majority of them on our YouTube channel, but I sent you some videos that we made. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah just to briefly show some capabilities that, you know, some clients ask us about. Yeah, That's the key
2: over educate, over educate, over educate until there's no more questions. Because okay. once the client has no more questions, they don't have an excuse not to hire and or buy.
0: Mm, yeah. Right. Yeah. Just becomes a trust thing at that point. Before. Yep. Um, that's what's up. Okay. What about now, in terms of your guys's dog versus other working dogs? We've kind of touched on this. The differences, um, differences seem to really be that your dogs. I mean, I don't know too much about other working dogs, but what it sounds like you guys are saying is this on and off switch. The yep. the dog has kind of a social intelligence. You know, it's not like it's like it's like being in the armed forces, like being a grunt marine versus kind of yep. having to do EP. Yeah, you know I mean, like yep. when I was in the Marine Corps, I was able to just be. Black, dark, you know, hey man, you want a sandwich? Kill. Yo, let's go to the store. All right, dub, kill. Yeah,
3: you know I mean, like, right. you
0: know I mean? like right. everything was killed. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Tattoos, Rah. alcohol, pizza bones, rap, loud country music, rock music. Yeah, you know I mean, like, like we're just we're just right. piling out. Yeah, you know I mean now, you know, it's it's great Poupon and all these other back. things.
2: Exactly. Social intelligence, <laughs> if you don't have finesse, you're not gonna <laughs> be the before they are like Byron are you here and you're like raw? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm <laughs> yeah. saying? And now, now you're here. Yes, I'm present, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. <laughs> right?
0: Exactly. Yes, old, ma'am. What would you like? teams here. Exactly. No, that's what's up. I dig it, man.
2: So, and, and to touch on that, right, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, a police dog is not a EP dog,
3: uh-huh.
2: right? However, an EP dog can be a police dog. Does that, does that make sense? Like, Tom Brady can be the backup quarterback if he wanted to. Right right? But not everybody can beat Tom Brady. The backup quarterback can't beat Tom Brady.
0: And you know what? I find that in the real world too, man. Like you get some military PSD dudes, I'll go in the house with them. I'll go in the house with them. But like you get them around your client you're like, Bruh, bruh, this is a good idea. Yeah, yeah. This was a good yeah. idea until I put you on yeah. now. Exactly. You know, like exactly. you're, you're stuff. You're doing things like, you know what I mean? That's another pro. That's I'm going to make a course about that for all y'all out there struggling. You're like, man, your socks don't even match, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know? if and, and don't tell the client you don't eat rabbit food if he offers you a salad. Eat a salad. There you
1: go. Bro. Eat a salad. You know what I mean? With yeah. the correct
0: work. In the correct hand, (laughs) you know what I mean. Um,
1: Um, Like I said, you know that's enough to move pro as well. You know, uh, back to what we touched on with the whole family. You know, you keep the dog at home with the family, and that's usually that's enough. Sometimes as a deterrent, when there's no active threat, just a just in case measure. Yeah, and you know the dog's not going to mouth off. The dog's not going to do something disrespectful. The dog's not going to do anything that a human error can do. Hmm. You know, because we've had, I know you've experienced it, where you put somebody with a client, and they're like. Send him
0: back. I don't want him. I don't want him. He's at the table during their family gathering, ordering desserts, the most expensive thing on the menu,
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thinking that it's time to party. Yeah, I mean, like just talking with him, oh, food man. hanging out of his mouth. Yeah, you know. uh, uh tell like, well, stories well, well. politics well i heard you pay i heard you pay, you heard you pay byron this much story. yeah yeah type of guy you know uh god bless them they exist yeah uh, and you know what some of them are sleepers too some of them look
1: look good talk solid then you put them with your clients and and that's another thing too is you can't fake the funk in the dog game
3: okay yeah.
0: you right.
1: can you either like, can pass the test you cannot you cannot fake the funk in the dog game the dog okay. will know if you know what you're doing or not Mm -hmm. and it will be exposed instantly Mm. whether it be training or live situation like
2: like
0: define that a little deeper
1: for everyone listening. so So. so i'll give you an example
2: so what so i'll give you an example in a very simplistic because people are just listening so i don't want to give this elaborate thing that they have to like feel like they're in alice in wonderland
3: right so
2: essentially if i'm if i'm you you kind of said it earlier in one of your other uh, interview things right you can tell if someone right about what they're doing with just how they draw their pistol
3: yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i can tell so your relationship the, with your with your tools by the way you handle them are you 100 it? are you intimate with it uh, are you confident are you confident with it your draw stroke is it, already found you out you know what i mean um, exactly and so it's in the, the way same it. way
2: with the with a dog because the dog is living and active it has its own brain
3: yeah. it
2: has everything so the dog will expose if you're if you're caught lacking because you have to think say you have a a person and let's just say you have a leash we're just going to use that analogy now our dogs are off leash and everything like that they're yeah, so all well, trained but but let's use this leash in the sense to paint the picture for the listeners you yeah. got a handler And you have a leash that attaches from handler to dog. Mm -hmm. That that leash is an information highway. Mm -hmm. So that dog knows when it's being picked up 0.3 millimeters, when there's too much pressure, when there's less pressure. In the same way, your car will rev the engine if you're lacking in your pedal, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you're a little too heavy, that engine's going to let you know. Mm -hmm. In the same way, how that dog's body language is like driving a performance sports car.
0: So there's a feedback
2: loop. There's a feedback loop. So if you're having, if you're lacking and the dog's never wrong, <laughs> it's going to come out in the dog. Mm-hmm. All right. So I'll give I'll give you a very, very simplistic example, right?
0: It requires some proficiency on the, on the, on the end of the owner in order to really like, yo, know, if I'm giving you a Porsche, you need to learn how to drive a Porsche. If I'm giving you, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, an economy vehicle, then you drive it like an economy vehicle kind of thing.
2: Yeah. 100%. So that's where the education comes in, right? We're teaching people how to drive. And the matching. Yeah. Yep. And so if I take a dog, right, all dogs have a, a response system in their spine and in their, their neurological uh, response inside their brain called opposition reflex.
0: Okay. Right.
2: So in the same way, if you're standing on the edge of the pool and somebody up, just places their hand on the back, on your back, yeah. then naturally, what do you do? You lean oh. back against it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. So yeah. it's a, it's a natural response. You lean back against it because you don't want to get caught lacking and thrown in the pool. Right. Right. So in the same way, if I'm applying backwards pressure on the leash, that dog's brain and his spine and all of everything is receiving from that leash pressure, even at the slightest, that dog's body sense will start moving forward. Yeah. Right. It's like putting a car in the neutral, mm. right? It, it'll start creeping forward even with no gas pedal.
0: Yeah. Well, it's like, you're trying to control me kind of the wrong way. You're uncomfortable. I'm uncomfortable. You know, you're pulling rank on me
2: right now. <laughs> you know, yeah. No. Of- <laughs> it, it, yeah, it, yeah. The communication you know. is not efficient. Yeah. So that's going to get exposed in your dog. As the same way as like how you run your kit. Now,
0: how does it get exposed? What happens? What does the dog do? Well,
1: it's it it's just a a, if it's wrong right, right, to... direction, mm-hmm. instantly the dog will let you know. Like the dog won't buzz. You know, what I mean, usually, like it's like changing gears. Yeah. If somebody knows how to change a gear, you'll you won't hear the you know the grinding. Mm-hmm. If it's somebody hear the grind it yeah. will be smooth it'll be obvious it will be a scene people will turn to look so your dog the same way your dog will do the same thing i've seen people you know try to correct the dog the wrong way and the dog turns to them and like what are you doing i'm right mm-hmm. you know, and we're not talking good. from a client perspective we're really we're kind of
2: talking from a like uh a handler like on a team type of pers- mm-hmm. like running a dog yeah right So we're talking about running the dog and a capable dog team handler Mm. and and dog, then that dog will expose the proficiency and the competency of the handler.
0: Mm. And so essentially now I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask it for all the people that are like, like hesitant. So, Is there a a threat or a worry about the dog having an adverse reaction and like biting someone if they deal with them wrong or becoming hostile?
2: No, so so that term in the dog world is called sharp. Okay. Right? So a sharp dog Mm -hmm. usually has a very low titration level. Titration. I mean titration is the is essentially their ability to pain tolerance.
1: Low titration level, so so low pain tolerance will mean like if you do a heart correction or anything like it'll mm. it'll yell or, or yelp or screech or bark, you know, okay? Because it it feels it a lot, So yeah. It's not it's not resistant to pain as to where. It, so like you balance, take you'd say. right, so, so you dog take a that's
0: less aggressive has a higher
2: a lower pain tolerance. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm trying to bridge the gap. Do so it. So there's there's a combination, right? Okay. So high titration, you can beat this dog with a baseball bat in the face and it don't care. Right. Just steel jawed, Right. Right. And so it's like, it's like, it's like Rocky punching the Russian, right? Yeah. Whatever.
0: You're angry. I get it. Yep.
2: You're mad. So that's (laughs) high tight, high titration. Okay. Okay. Now, if you have a dog that is sharp, they usually have a, a lower titration, but a higher defense. Okay. Meaning, uh, sharp is just the dog's reactivity. Yeah. So if I give bump. the dog, yep. Mm-hmm. If I give a, Snap. if I give a correction to a dog, mm-hmm. and the dog deems that it's unfair, yeah. Then that dog turns on me and wants to eat me. That's yeah. a sharp dog. Okay. Meaning, his tolerance is very low, but mm-hmm. his defense is up. Yeah. Meaning, he goes into self-preservation mode faster right. Right. than on something small. Then, let's just say a different dog. Yeah, right? like this dog's got PTSD or something.
0: I mean, not necessarily. Sorry. If you were going to no, relate well, it to yeah, human reactivity, kind of okay, it'd be like no, it, all of a sudden the dog's in like emergency mode, and it's not in a correct,
2: correct. So it's like it's like if you were out at the club, mm-hmm. right? You bump into a dude, and you just, <laughs> and then you're throwing haymakers. Yeah, and he's like coming through the crowd at you. <laughs> you're yeah. like, yeah. just throwing right.
0: haymakers. Okay.
2: Right or. You have the mental capacity and maturity to, oh, um, man, he, j- he just bumped into me. Yeah. That, that's it. There wasn't, like, nothing. I'm not making nothing out of it. Yeah. But
1: that's, and, that's, and that's something the dog turning on the handler is more something you see in, in the working dog community versus Correct. in a family environment. Because a family environment, it's not going to have, you know, like you saw my dog. It had the best, you know, an e-collar, the flat collar. So there's different levels of things that we do. It's so kind of like a kit for us yeah. or the suit. You know, yeah. it knows it's work time. You know, and working mode is completely different from family protection mode. And and the Mm. dogs, know that and understand Mm. you. So to kind of circle
2: back. Yeah. When it comes to a sharp dog, we don't have them for that reason. Beautiful. The reason is because you are getting, even though that dog may be a rock star, Mm. but if it's a hothead, Mm. then it doesn't work for us. Got to go somewhere else.
0: So you're explaining basically it's an it's a true EP dog. Like it, it's not like like it's literally <laughs> like the guys that can't make the transition from direct action and being hard right. all the time. They just don't fit into EP. They to do something else. I'll go into a house with them, but I can't put them in front of my client. Essentially, we're right. doing the same thing. The dog has to have the social acuity to be able mm-hmm. to fit your guys' mold before they're even.
1: And you at know. the same time, what we're relating right. to you know, is, is like we mentioned before in the beginning, this very saturated industry that we're in. Yeah. It's so saturated with people that are like, yeah, I'm this, I'm that, I'm that. Yeah. But then we know that they're not because mm-hmm. of how they act in, in how we act. There's, mm-hmm. there's a big difference
0: for us. Yeah. You can recognize it,
1: you know, but the client won't know. No, but we will. know.
0: Right. Absolutely. So
2: it's, it's the same thing with the dogs. So what I'm saying is we don't, we don't recruit no Johnny Menzel's. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't we, <laughs> right. we don't, we don't they can throw a football, but they ain't you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We no hot heads. So to answer your question, that's how we actually mitigate a lot of our liability mm-hmm. is is through looking at other variables and other tangibles mm-hmm. outside of protection and detection. Okay. That's well Right. Played. So, you can take somebody, like you're saying, mm-hmm. boom, can shoot his ass off, right? One he can move, he can start Exactly. Doing shit. Right. <laughs> you, and mm-hmm. then they, they can't figure out, like, you know, how to dress, right? Mm-hmm. They look retarded. Or they just don't know when to stop having verbal vomit in front of the client.
0: Yeah, or being hard to people who is, hardness is irrelevant. Like, that's the cook, bro. Like, they don't care about what you did in Iraq. Put the car seat in the car. We need to leave in five minutes. No, really, put the car seat in the car.
2: No, it's the exact same. You take how you look at somebody who needs to be a high-level, proficient EP person with that type of, Clientele. Clientele, yeah. Well, that type that type of clientele are expecting that type of EP person.
0: Right. And right. And, yeah. And then there's certain clients that need, like, yo, no, I need a dude who's like on like military death row, like <laughs> like ready to you know what I mean so, like, <laughs> he's good. like I need certain kinds of guys.
1: Like the security you see at like conventions and yeah. stadiums for like concerts that are just there, and you're like, your security. Like yeah. you know what I mean? Like that's kind of the levels that it compares to with the dogs. the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. People that
0: are just watching hallways all the way up to people that are organizing like sophisticated movements and organizing like government assets at a seer, whatever event. We don't
1: waste, we don't waste our time with those lower level ones. All uh, we do is up here because anything other than that, we don't want room for error. We don't want any of those margins for mistakes. None of that.
0: And the clientele really validates what you guys need first and foremost.
1: Yeah. And, and, and placement's everything for us. We're not gonna, you know, if we have a little bit of doubt of a dog, mm. we're not gonna do that dog, we're not gonna place that dog with a client. You
0: know? Now, so, is there a certain, like, around how much time does should a client spend uh, in your guys' training? Like, when you fly out to check with your, you know, to uh, bring a client <clears throat> a dog, around how much training does it take for the clients, really, uh, to be able to, sh- generally, to be efficient and effective with the dog? Is it like you guys spend a couple days with them? You guys send us yep.
2: videos? Guys- nope. So it's yeah. a good question. Um, so- usually kind of the baseline is about yeah. three days. Uh-huh. That okay. is, uh, you can get a lot done proficient and confident in mm-hmm. three days because it's a lot easier to uh, instruct a novice handler, which usually is the client, With a veteran dog. Okay. And then also a human has a higher IQ. Mm -hmm. So you can explain and articulate things and cover a lot more ground in a short amount of time. More quickly. Right. Yep. And so usually it's about three days Mm -hmm. uh, would be like our shortest and then Mm -hmm. up to a week. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, most of our clientele are moving and jiving all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So they're, they're moving and driving all the time. So you, you're not really going to get, you know, a week, you know what I'm saying? They may, they may block off a, a few sections of each day, you know, cancel some meetings, move stuff or whatever to, okay. Uh, you know, uh, do some of the training and then, but it's, they're usually
1: not dumb people either.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, or designate somebody on the grounds or in the team that's like the dog. Right. That's,
1: that's the main thing we do is we have some them select somebody designated for everything the dog requires as far as daily necessities, mm. so that it can function without the need of the actual client mm. being there around. It, you know, it's it's already mitigated. It's already dealt yeah. with. Somebody already is going to do it.
0: Yeah, and reinforce the training and stay current with all that. Right.
1: But most of the time, these these
2: these dogs and these assets. Are literally the client's pseudo pets mm-hmm. they treat like like it's they can have sleep. movie time with them mm-hmm. they can they can sleep with them and everything like that, but they also have that capability so so
0: like you're explaining like this essentially what you're saying that sounds like is it's a well rounded dog to where it has friendship capabilities and working dog capabilities yep. all fused in one, and that's really what's kind of new in the marketplace with you guys like someone who's not like a dog expert handler dude can like kick it with the dog and it's cool and uh when it's time to go to work and like walk little sally you know around at the mall it's all good now in terms of like um i know dogs get clearances you know, like comfort dogs and working dogs like that. Mm-hmm. Do you guys' dogs come with any of that? Do you guys handle all that or is that on the owners? To so we, ha-
2: we handle all of that. Um, that's, that's the perks of, Sweet. uh, things that we do as a trainer in the industry. Yeah. Then I'm able to, uh, I understand most, most of the law mm-hmm. when it goes to, um, the dogs. Yeah. And so as a trainer and other organizations as well, then I'm able to certify and credentialize the dogs. That way these clientele, they can go wherever they want. Mm -hmm. They can go to federal buildings. Here's the beautiful
0: part. That was my next question. Where can not you take your dog? You know?
2: So inside the continental U.S., Mm -hmm. inside the continental U.S., under federal legislation, as long as the dog is certified underneath the uh, ADA or the American Disabilities Act, then the dog cannot – is nowhere a dog cannot go. Hmm. I'll give you an example. So you walk inside a, fo- a federal building, right, you already know what you can't take,
3: mm-hmm.
2: right? Mm-hmm. So that is – Hardware. Yep. Dog is unaffected. You go to a an city answer. establishment or anything like that, right? No that says you times. can't bring. Yep, gun free zones, campuses, all that stuff. Yeah. Guess what? Guess what's, Guess what? Asset is unaffected.
0: The dog, huh?
2: Yep. So, inside the continental U.S., there is no place a dog cannot go underneath the ADA uh, law. Okay. So, if if there is some point of contention. Mm -hmm. right? And this goes all the way down to, even if you want to go to a restaurant and your server is, will die and she's allergic to a dog, Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. That's not an excuse for you not to have your dog in there.
0: So this is rights associated with this.
2: Yes. There are rights associated Mm -hmm. with it. Mm -hmm. And so the only way that you could be asked to leave politely is if your dog is being a nuisance inside the establishment, but ours aren't. Mm
1: -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. Do you, In you, regarded, sh- if you don't want to turn around and, you know, go to bottle service with your dog? I mean, you can, but that's ideally probably the only place that I would say not where you should take your dog.
0: Yeah. If you're going to be impaired, I yes. shouldn't be it, driving the dog.
1: You know, 100%. <laughs> no, it's,
2: it's the same. Um, th- and those are, those are things that, uh, education, right. Mm-hmm. Um, we can overcome it. out. Yep outside of the continental U S uh, there are a few countries you can go into, but the dog won't be allowed back in the U S mm. and usually there are places like uh, Haiti, mm. right. And yeah. some, because of the diseases, because they don't yeah. have uh, any type of uh, things established in regards to animals. Okay. So therefore the U S government has a prop has, trouble when it comes to figuring out what's what coming back into the country from countries like that. Right. Because they're trying to mitigate risk. Yep. The country is trying to, you know, you don't want, you don't want the Zika virus landing and you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So,
0: ticks and all kinds, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, but most countries, um, the beautiful part is once they have a service dog certification, they usually can even bypass quarantine uh, laws. Okay. Right. So some countries require a week, three days, whatever quarantine. Well, naturally that doesn't really work if that person quote unquote needed the their service dog. Yeah. yeah. So the beautiful thing about having a protection dog that is a certified service dog is that it's, it's almost, uh, bulletproof and just quote unquote, kind of like jumping through loopholes.
3: Yeah. Oh, um,
2: So your ace that is a service dog that is also an asset for your team and or client Mm -hmm. becomes a mainstay in protection wherever you move. Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Yeah. It's a staple. That's something they can't touch. They can't regulate as easily. Uh, That's that's pretty sexy. And now do you have to have a disability on paper
2: in order to? So so according to the ADA, they can ask if it's a service dog and if it performs a function for you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Anything past that, it there is a contention with the U.S. Department of Justice.
0: Right. Yeah, man. Go
2: ahead. So, legally and federally, mm-hmm. you do not need to provide any information. The dog doesn't need to have a vest. The dog doesn't need to have identification, and you don't need to have identification proving that this dog serves mm-hmm. the purpose of a disability. Also, under legislation, in a very small print, in between some commas, one of the services the dog can provide is protection of the handler.
0: Mm. Nice. Perfect.
2: It's not, it's not in bold. It's in one of those, like, and, like
0: and kind of
2: Yeah. Three paragraphs down, sandwiched in between some other commas, mm-hmm. right? Um, but all of that is federally protected by the U.S. Department of Justice.
1: Awesome, game changer, man. Huge, game yeah. Changer. So,
2: if somebody said, "Hey, we need credentials, we need proof, X, Y, and Z," literally, it's phone number to the U.S. Department of Justice, and they can answer to a team of lawyers on your behalf.
0: Easy enough. Easy enough. That's what's up. No, that's that's good stuff, man. Um, are there any hard lessons you guys have learned on your journey of uh, implementing and training these dogs? It's good to see that the well-rounded aspect of you know, people in their crafts
2: so hard lesson yeah I would say from a trainer perspective a hard lesson is that just because you've put in time in repetition no matter how you want that dog to work out because of, of what you put honest, in yeah doesn't mean it's it's <laughs> at the end of the day it's gonna cut the muscle right mm-hmm. no matter if that quarterback learned for 10 years under Tom Brady doesn't mean he'll he has the ability to start and finish a game by himself.
3: Yeah. So so
2: in the same way, right. In the same way with a dog, there comes to a point where you're just like, this is, this is not what we provide. No matter. There's just, it has to get washed out. And so with that being said, Mm -hmm. a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of finances, Mm -hmm. right. A lot of investments, that can easily get washed out. Mm. Right. Because we're not providing assembly lines of dogs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a variable. There's, there's a, there's a variable there. You don't have a crystal ball.
2: So what the hard lesson is literally is don't try to force what's not going to happen in the dog, in the dog part. Right. Mm-hmm. So don't try to fit, you know, the square peg and a, and a round peg just because, man, I've been working with this dog for three or four years. Right. I'm going to try and send it with a client. Okay. So hard lesson there is just, you know, it is not, uh, it's not easy. Yeah it's not easy. So it's kind of hard because there, there, there goes, that goes into like a training aspect as far as hard lessons of liability goes. Um, there's not really any hard lessons. The only hard lesson that I would say is that there will come a point where the client, no matter how well they off, what type of client they are. And if they want a dog, and money's not an option, and it didn't mm. matter what was attached to it. Yeah. Some clients, no matter how good it looks on paper, a dog is not the right fit for them.
0: Okay, good. And you guys know that, and you're looking for that, and you're right. willing to face that reality
1: yes. to protect so your it product. Doesn't fit, it doesn't yeah. fit into the lifestyle. They're not about it. They have, yeah. they prefer cats. I mean, they just, yeah. It's several things that fall into it, but you know, some, like some people aren't dog people, you know, it's, mm. it's most of the time, you know, it's, it's that person that, you know, doesn't want to have kids ever, you know, and they don't mm. like pets. So they don't want to have any responsibilities because they're so focused on all this their, stuff that's their, their mission. Their career, yeah. You know, well, and, and, I'll give you an example. Say a client,
2: say a client has a billion dollars. Is going to drop a billion dollars on a dog. Mm. But that client himself. Not that your
0: dogs cost a billion dollars. They don't. No,
2: no, no, not not that they don't. I'm just giving you an extreme scenario yeah. of that that client himself is a loose cannon. There are some clients out there that are just reckless. Yes. Yeah, everybody knows that. Humans. There's some clients where you're like, I don't want to take that client. I just don't.
0: Yeah, yeah. We have and, and for you guys it's the same dynamic. That's interesting. Byron it's the, the Hill,
2: same dynamic. A a few times, <laughs> we we've seen that dynamic where I just I don't want to sell this guy a dog.
0: Like I don't want to leave my dog here. <laughs> like,
2: no, <laughs> it's not that, crazy. it's because what's gonna happen is who trained that dog? Where did that dog come from? Yeah. Right? Say mm-hmm. that say that client gives you a billion dollars. Yeah. Well that client is reckless, right? Mm -hmm. and doesn't keep in his in guess Mm -hmm. how much money he's going to want back.
0: Yeah.
2: A billion dollars.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: So is it worth the squeeze? Because when you have those type of clients that are reckless, but they want the world and they want everything, but you know, you're going to sell them that car and they're going to crash it.
0: Yeah. And it's going to be your fault.
2: Then that's where a decision has to be made. That's you're just not the client for us. Okay. And you walk walk away from the business.
0: Yeah. I think any responsible security professional has to make that call too. You know what I mean? When you're looking at, okay, what kind of, yeah, keyword responsible. Yeah. All right. What's my work product? What's my company represent? You know what I mean? Uh, is this client going to lend more validity to my brand equity? Is this client going to put me in positions that are going to land me in jail or any of my guys in jail? Yeah. I mean, with their lifestyle choices, maybe they're a better client for a different type of protector, uh, a different type of professional, you know, we all have to take, take into, uh, take these things into consideration. And I kind of, what I think I hear you guys saying too is like, you know, you guys can hand them a, a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, but there is a certain, amount of buy-in and participation that's necessary in order for the relationship to work.
2: Yeah, and it's it's not crazy. It's yeah. just... But that's know, just, just the
0: reality of the game. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. No, and I think that's responsible. That's... that's. That, that, I mean, it makes sense. You know what I mean? It's it it's still a home for a living organism. And, and even for... You know, even in, in the game with us as protectors, for me, looking at a client, you know, there's that period where I'm like, yo, is this is this a, is this a place I want to make home for the next, uh, you know, foreseeable future, you know? Um, and that's the reality. I think of business period, you know what I mean? Like whether you're selling potatoes or you're selling, you know, protection, it's, you know, we're going to enter into a relationship now. And is this relationship going to be a fit, you know, as employer, as client, you're providing me with something, a service for my life. And as protector, I'm providing you with something that's contributing to your life. And is this a cyclical relationship that's going to work for everybody? Yep. I, I think that's really at the base of. Okay, that makes sense. Now, proudest moments in the game. I mean, you guys may have touched on that. <laughs> I
2: mean, that, that, that was one of them. Uh-huh. Um, there, there's a few others that yeah. that go from carjackings to um, you preventing carjackings to preventing lost valuables. Um, um, and stuff like that. So, but the, the biggest one naturally is, is not a transaction. It's literally, I mean, how, how, how can you top, uh, a client being able to go home and see their child that they, that they had left with somebody else who is irresponsible, but yeah. your product was the variable.
0: Yeah. That, change the outcome positively that's huge yeah and even carjackings and things like that you guys have 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 been able to mitigate and secure 100 percent things yeah awesome man that's good stuff man um is there any considerations you would say to to, to protectors, to security professionals considering uh, wanting to become handlers or dog guys out there?
1: I mean, it goes back to what I said. You know, The, the handler needs to be good at, at having the mind and, and level of maturity to do stuff as a human to the top level. And then he can add the dog into the equation. Because if you can't do things by yourself at the mm-hmm. top level, then mm-hmm. adding a dog into the mix is not going to make – Everything go correctly. Yeah, if you're not knowing how to do it by yourself correctly. Yeah, so it, it's it, you got to be good at profession and all your human tasks. Okay, you know, and and you before you can even consider that dog addition because you know everybody. I think after what we've explained, you know, you understand what's at the end of that leash. Yeah, you know, so it, it goes back. to You gotta be on Definitely. on everything. You gotta be on point. It has to be the squared away dude. You know, it, it's not for everybody. And just mm-hmm. because you can you're good with people you mm-hmm. know doesn't mean you're good with dogs doesn't mean you're mm-hmm. good with animal behavior and once again touching on you can't fake the funk with a dog
3: you know mm-hmm.
1: if you don't know what you're doing with a the dog then it's going to be exposed so it's it takes a lot of time it's not for everybody mm-hmm. and it's, it's a lot of hard work man. a lot of dedication too i would say mm-hmm.
2: that the best people that i've seen become dog handlers Yeah. Are people that, uh, understand not they, they, they're spatial. They can understand the entire playing field. Yeah. Right. But then two, that are people that are really keen on body, human body language. Yeah. So the people, the people that are really keen on human body language Mm
3: -hmm.
2: tend to be really fast learners when it comes to dogs Right, because one of the factors in regards to dog learning and how dogs process information, just like people, is called proprioception, which is the mm-hmm. ability to learn based off of body positioning.
0: Outstanding.
2: So if you're a if you're a gorilla with a blank face blank face and you're not social and you don't really pick up you've never seen those people that they're like they really just don't pick up the little things Subtlety. you're trying to like the subtleties?
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: They're, they're normally, they're not, not dog people. Yeah. Right. And so, no, I, that and makes, I laugh, I laugh because one time with somebody else, mm-hmm. you know, I, I pick up the phone just slightly and like glance at my phone. And then you know what they did? They literally said they, in front of the person, they go, what? I don't, you didn't text me or anything like that. Like, <laughs> so you know, what I'm saying? know so they I, don't okay. pick up on buttons. not
0: connecting dots right now. You're, you're right, not. get this dude some crayons. Get this right,
2: crayons. <laughs> because because obviously you're like you're trying to send a message, but you don't want to make it obvious, so it doesn't yeah. look like you're communicating. Right, and they just what? what? You I don't see anything from you, and you, right. you no, know, they just blow bad. it all out.
0: And you have to just keep going, just keep going.
2: They explain yeah. to him in the car. Hopefully, exactly. they let the moment pass. And, and so the small things, you know. Yeah everybody knows just the little nuances when it comes to nonverbal communication. Mm -hmm. If you're good at being able to communicate nonverbally, then usually you have a leg up when it comes to being able to communicate with a dog, because you have to remember dogs are masters at body language, Mm -hmm. right?
0: Dogs don't sit
2: there. Primary form of communication with the dog. Really prime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because dogs don't have conversations like we do. Yeah. They're all subtle and it gives them so much information. That's why you can see two dogs. You're like, they didn't even look at each other and like they're ready to do whatever, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so if you're good, yep. Whole conversation. They already know how old they were, right? Where they were born, <laughs> like right. what's what they liked. And so um, same way, if you're pretty good at, at nonverbal, then it's pretty transferable to being a handler. But like Felipe was saying yeah. is, Uh, one, a handler, you're also good if you had some type of command and control experience and understanding the entire space in the moving pieces because that person who has been in charge of operations, then they're better off understanding everything that's going around them, even if that's not their role, but then how to best plug and play the dog, the asset or themselves in the entire scheme of in, the whole equation. in, in and yeah. around
1: everything. So it, it's right. It, Good. It, it's just like driving the car and the people cross the street before the yeah. crosswalk, you know, it, it's, it's kind of like the most bold, very blatant example I can give you, you know, you, mm-hmm. you understand as a driver, people are going to do that. Mm-hmm. So you prepare yourself for that ahead mm-hmm. of time. It's the same thing with a dog in every scenario. Mm. You have to be ahead of that, so that you understand how to manipulate yourself as well as the dog, mm. if not both, mm. um, in that situation everywhere.
0: Yeah. So it's just it just it's it's almost like you need to be a proficient you need to be proficient at your jobs and your tasks, so you have the bandwidth to manage an extra piece of gear while you're hey doing, while
2: you're doing your trash. Okay, hey, like I, I give you an example. So like mm-hmm. in in the community I grew up. You are not going to be a dog handler Mm -hmm. if you weren't proficient and good and experienced at CQB as a, any person inside that, inside that train. Yeah. Yep. So if you can't,
0: you have to know where everyone's going, what everyone's doing and where the best place for you to be in that movement is.
2: Right. Because you're doing the same thing, but now everybody's relying on you to bring that, that extra into yeah. the equation. Mm-hmm. So you have to know your part and then you also know how you can interject and use to make everything else symbiotic. So that's why I'm saying the, you have to be really proficient at the mainstays of EP. Mm-hmm. Then you have to be uh, pretty good at, at nonverbal communication. And then yeah. it's also better is if you've had some type of overall overarching managing experience mm-hmm. it's not necessary but i've seen the best people because they have better spatial understanding
3: yeah spatial. so because
2: right when as a dog person you're flexing a lot yeah. right you got a so you flex like yeah you flex so much you have to know what's going on you can't just be like well he told me to go here right because <laughs> you it, it's like being the radio person but not being where people could use the radio. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great example. Yeah. Or yeah. a driver or a driver who's like, Oh, I you're, don't understand the situation. So I'm yeah. stuck or and I'm not moving because they didn't tell me.
0: Yeah. You're kind of a situation specific asset. Like it's a specialty <laughs> asset. You need to be where the need is, when the need is. Very
1: fluid. Yeah. Very fluid.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good to go. Um, So I guess what other, what other um, services do you guys offer? Is it just dogs? You guys into anything else?
1: So we we do protective services as well. Um, it, it ties into you know having a dog most of the time, but sometimes it's just you know personal too. Yeah, but, um, we do that, and we we are heavy in the concierge game here in Florida, okay. and the Bahamas. Um, because of the, the Bahamas, that we've we built. So. That's where born. Hey. The, I was
0: born in the Bahamas. Man, I'm just saying. <laughs> so. Good to go. I didn't know that. Good to go. So okay, so you guys got the concierge aspect um and the, the and just the uh manpower security aspect. That's what's up. I saw some armor tra- uh secure transport stuff in there. Mm-hmm. Uh that's what's up, man. You guys are down there in the Bahamas and Miami and Florida running it. Um what last few questions. Uh this is one I always everyone always enjoys. Are there any daily rituals you guys have um that you think make you better at your jobs, better as protectors? It could be anything. I got dudes talking about meditation, and
1: prayer.
0: I got dude prayer.
1: Prayer. prayer. Yep.
0: Yeah. Awesome. That's good. That's one of mine too, man. Like I wouldn't be here without that. Uh, would
1: we. Right. It's a, it's a Big part into what? What me and Eric built was was, yeah. was that that foundation. Yeah.
0: So. yeah. And that relationship. That's what's up, man. That's what's up. Eric, same thing, or you got something else, or what? Nope. There?
2: Nope. It's a it's the same thing. To be to be honest, like a lot of our crew, we mm. we do Bible study and stuff like that together, and awesome and because there's actually a uh, I forget where the quote from came from, but mm. the take is that someone once said, "Right, I pray that God is on our side," mm-hmm. but then the other wiser person said, "No, <laughs> I I pray that we're on God's side."
0: Yeah. That's, that's what's up, man.
2: <laughs> Cause everybody, you, you is know what I'm saying? First. Yeah. yeah man. So God is going to do what God's going to do. Mm-hmm. We should, we should pray that we're on his side because God is going to be victorious. Not yeah. God comes and, and, and facilitates what we want down to us. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's what's up, man.
0: That's an awesome outlook. I, I love that. Boom. So where can we find you, gentlemen? Shameless plug time. Plug it in.
1: <laughs> uh, well, I mean, we're on Instagram on. heavy. You know, so mm-hmm. T3 Miami is where we're on Instagram. We have a YouTube channel too that we watch. You know, we really don't have that much traffic there on that, but we know, we, we do show clients that those videos that I shared with you. Um, yeah. We post some more stuff up there soon. Right, but, you know, that's we're revamping the website, so we'll, we'll drop hints on the website through our website Instagram.
2: was smooth I look there, It looked smooth.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's still got some editing
2: and stuff like that. But
0: Websites are always right. ever they're like living organisms. Yeah.
2: Uh, you know. Yep. Uh. Websites, IG, but other than that, there was a great philosopher. Uh-huh. You know, might have been you might have heard of him, but he said. Real G's move in silence like lasagna.
3: <laughs> like lasagna.
2: <laughs> yeah. That, that famous philosopher happens to be Little Wayne. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> like lasagna. Oh, man, that's what's up. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, follow these dudes on IG. If you are curious about the dogs and their capabilities, hit them up on YouTube. And... Uh, watch some of the things that they can do. The website I think was pretty smooth too. check out the website. What's the,
1: what's
0: the, uh, T3 dash canine.com Man, dude, it's been good. Eric and Felipe to get to know you guys. Uh, I had a great feeling about you when I met you, your dog was like, it was on another level. It really was. So I was kind of like, okay, cool. What are these dudes about? I got to learn more about this and, uh, bringing this to the market I think is a fantastic idea. I feel like it bridges a gap. It does. Uh, that, you know, that it,
1: and the only other people that we know, and we also work with them, um yeah. we're very we're, we're very tight, is uh, Peacemakers Defense. You know, okay. the only yep. other ones that, that we are aware of that are doing this EP dog stuff successfully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, we work with them. Andy from Peacemaker Defense. We work with him a lot. So.
0: Okay, that's what's up. No, he looks like he's legit. He be getting it in on the IG tip, man.
1: Oh yeah. Andy. Uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah getting yeah, after he it said, he said to say hi by the way so.
0: okay yes give him my regards man give him some <laughs> shout out, man. um okay that's what's up man it's been awesome spending time with you guys um Thanks, it's bro. an honor and i look forward to crossing paths with you guys out there in the game man same here man
1: if all right you guys need, let us
0: know all right outstanding y'all we'll talk soon i right, right, appreciate out. it Bye. And to support this podcast, go to executiveprotectionlifestyle.com and contribute to our Patreon account. That Patreon account is what helps me make this podcast possible, contributing to this brand, what we're doing here, making it so that I can bring better guests on, making it so that we can plan more events and just expand the contribution to the private security industry and also to make an America a safer place by teaching people how to protect themselves and the mindset behind that, the lifestyle behind that. You guys are already killing it. $1 a month. $5 Five dollars a month, ten bucks a month, twenty bucks a month—whatever you can do that you know you would probably just lose in the mattress anyway, or spend on McDonald's. Hey, you want to put it towards something that's going to good use? Put it towards a podcast and get involved in our our Patreon account at ExecutiveProtectionLifestyle.com. And if you want to find me, that's ByronRogersMotivation.com. Um, you know, do whatever you can, contribute whatever you can to that Patreon account because it makes all of these things possible, ladies and gentlemen. So much love that blew up and is one of the fastest growing if not the fastest growing executive protection uh, Facebook group online. So if you haven't joined the Facebook group, join the Facebook group. Uh, Follow us on Instagram and check us out at executiveprotectionlifestyle.com If you want to find me, that's byronrogersmotivation.com and I'm on all the social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook as well. So, Until the next podcast, y'all, stay sharp out there. And as I say it, one mind, many weapons. Talk soon. Out.